welcome back to another episode of Celebrating 60-something. I'm your host, Julia, and I am so glad you're here today. I hope your new year is starting off great and your month of January so far has been awesome. So I just want to talk about a couple of things today before we jump into our topic. The first one being my name. Most of my friends know me by a different name than Julia. They know me as Kay. And they say, why are you going by your name of Julia, which is my first name, Julia Kay. And the reason is pretty much just because of convenience. I thought I would separate my everyday life from my podcast life. And I thought, well, maybe that's a good way to do it is to just go by a different name. But the other reason is that all of my credit cards and identification and my passport and everything has to be in my legal name. So when it comes to um, setting up a podcast or using a credit card online or traveling or whatever, I have to use the name Julia. So I thought, well, I'll just try that on the podcast as well. So some of my friends know me as Julia. Most of my friends know me as Kay. But on the podcast, it's whatever you want me to be. But I'll continue to use the name Julia. The second thing I wanted to talk about today was pantyhose. If you remember a few episodes back, we talked about pantyhose and were they something that women our age are wearing or is it something we shouldn't wear because we look frumpy or whatever? Well, I said at the time that I was going to purchase a pair of pantyhose similar to the ones that Kate Middleton wears because everyone said that she looks great in them. Well, I ended up getting the exact ones that Kate Middleton wears. They are called Wolford Naked 8 tights. And I have to tell you, I love these pantyhose. They're awesome. They come up high on my waist, which is a big deal to somebody who has long legs like I do. They don't sag in the middle. They're long enough. They're not too long, so they're not saggy or baggy. They're not made of a heavy weave, so you hardly feel them on your legs at all. And they make my legs look great, even though they're sheer and you can't tell that I have pantyhose on. So all around, I really like them. I paid $15 or thereabouts, which is way a lot less than Kate Middleton pays, but I really do like them. So if any of you out there want to purchase a pair of Naked 8 tights, I would be interested in knowing what you think about them as well. Now we're just going to jump right into our topic today. We're going to talk about something that is so important to anyone who is a bit more mature, and truthfully, it's important to everyone. But just hearing the word will make some of you moan and groan, so maybe we should replace the word with another word, activity. Yeah, that's right. You know what we're going to talk about. We're talking about movement, stretching, strengthening, building, tightening, lifting, and enduring. But like I said, rather than use the E word, we're going to talk about activity instead. The American College of Sports Medicine says, although no amount of physical activity can stop the biological aging process, there is evidence that regular exercise can minimize the physiological effects of an otherwise sedentary lifestyle and increase active life expectancy by limiting the development and progression of chronic disease and disabling conditions. Wow, I mean, that's pretty heavy stuff. That's good. There's also emerging evidence for significant psychological and cognitive benefits accruing from regular exercise, oops, there's that word, activity participation by older adults. Activity as defined on the internet means the situation in which a lot of things are happening or people are moving around. Well, heavens, that could mean just about anything, right? Which is exactly my point. Anything can count as Exercise. I mean activity. Yes, it's important to do some structured activity, but there are plenty of activities that are just plain old fun. Dancing, for instance. 
Whether you like dosi doing your partner in a square or toe-tapping your boots in a line or dancing the last dance with Donna Summers or salsa dancing while looking hot, 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 dancing is a fun activity. And I'll just say it's really good exercise. Pickleball is all the rage now for people everywhere, but especially for those in their 50s and 60s. You can't even get an open pickleball court in the park near my house anymore. Couples are having a ball and getting plenty of exercise. Okay, activity. But if you've never played pickleball, you really need to try it. It is so much fun. Pickleball and tennis are both fun and a good workout. Anything that gets your heart rate going and your body moving is usually good for you. Paddling a canoe in the lake, hiking or biking on a trail, walking in the park or even the golf course, swimming, skiing. There's so much to do that isn't just exercise, but is a fun activity. I understand that at this stage of life, people are at many different levels when it comes to activity. Some of us have health issues that prevent us from doing all that we'd like to do, and some of us have physical ailments that don't allow our bodies to move like they used to. I get it. Some of us have been sedentary for so many years due to our type of work or other reasons that it's hard to get our bodies moving again. So we're in different places when it comes to activity. But my guess is that there are very few who would not benefit from a little more of it. Dr. Vonda Wright at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center was involved with conducting a study where the research suggests that older adults can continue to stay stronger and healthier with regular exercise, especially strength training. She said people don't have to lose muscle mass and function as they grow older. The changes that we've assumed were due to aging and therefore were unstoppable seem, actually, to be caused by inactivity, and that can be changed. Ladies, if you can stop all the things that we thought were just a part of growing older just by moving more, why wouldn't we do it? Fitness after 60 is a choice. Of course, it's absolutely necessary to check with your doctor first, especially if adding more activity to your life will be something new to you. But for the most part, most of us would definitely benefit. So start simple. There are guidelines for older adults and those over 50 with chronic conditions. Number one, choose a moderate or a vigorous aerobic exercise or activity, something that gets your heart rate up. Number two, strength training two or three days a week. Three, flexibility exercises such as stretching two days a week. Four, add balancing exercises if you are at a risk of falling. And five, avoid inactivity over age 65. Just keep moving. Walking, chair exercises, parking your car at the far end of the parking lot, squatting to get the newspaper instead of bending over, stretching to get something on a high shelf, all of it is exercise, so make it fun. Hurry up the stairs, jog to the mailbox, bend and stretch while cleaning, just get moving. I like to see how many bags of groceries I can carry into the house at once for a couple of different reasons. Not only because it's winter right now and I want to make as few trips as I have to, but because it's good for my arms to carry some heavier weights from time to time. And more than one trip to the car is good for you too, but just not in the winter. I also usually like to run up the stairs just because I still can. I have a house with a lot of stairs, and the day will come when I won't be able to anymore. But for now, it becomes an especially good workout when I get to the top and can't remember why I came up the stairs. So I go back down and suddenly remember, so I sprint up the stairs again. I usually do some activity in the morning, but I do a few exercises. There's that E word again, while I'm getting ready for the day as well. 
I know it sounds kind of silly, but I'll explain what I mean. I like to do a few incline push-ups off the bathroom counter. I do these every time I walk into the bathroom. It's a good exercise. It doesn't take up much time if I just stop and do 10. Then I've done something, right? I stretch upon my toes and then back down onto my heels while I'm using my curling iron in the morning. I like to stand on one leg while brushing my teeth just to improve my balance. And you know what? That's harder than it sounds like sometimes. And I do a few squats while I'm waiting for my first coat of mascara to dry. I know it sounds a little ridiculous, but all the little things add up to a healthier me, which also translates to a happier me, right? And none of it takes hardly any time at all because you incorporate it into your regular routine. I do do some plain old exercises several days a week too. I figure I have no excuse while I'm still able to, and doing those exercises will enable me to continue to do them for a long time. It isn't so bad walking on a treadmill or stepping on an elliptical when you can watch a movie on your tablet with noise-canceling headphones, one of the greatest inventions ever, in my opinion. If someone wants to know what they can get you as a gift, tell them a good set of noise-canceling headphones. You don't even notice how much time has gone by if you get into a good movie or a TV series. And sometimes I like good old 60s and 70s music to listen to while on a machine. What memories? However, nothing can beat an early morning walk outside, no matter the weather, if you're dressed appropriately. One of my very favorite activities is to walk outside. My husband and I have done this for several years. It's kind of a thing we have. But we've done more so this past year because he's been home more. We watch the seasons change and adjust our clothing and our pace to meet those challenges. It's a little tricky to navigate through the snow, but slogging through snow in your snow boots really does build up your leg muscles. Whether we're kicking our way through the autumn leaves or picking up the pace in the warmer months, walking is a great activity, and it gives us plenty of time to talk and to make plans. There are several parks close to my house, and when my husband's away on business or playing an early morning tennis game, I love grabbing my phone, putting on some earbuds or my headphones, and listening to podcasts, speeches, stories, and music. I'm actually a big Dateline fan, too. Even if you can only walk a block or so, do it. And continue doing it, increasing the distance little by little. You'll be amazed how much better you feel in just a few short weeks because as good as it is for your body, it is at least that good for your head. It clears your thinking. And at least one day a week, it is a great time to listen to this podcast. So come on. I have osteoporosis and I've been told to do weight-bearing exercises. Maybe you have too. Exercise that builds muscle like weightlifting. Even an elliptical provides weight-bearing exercise, giving you a good aerobic workout at the same time while being forgiving on your aging joints. I really do like the elliptical way better than the treadmill. And even if you do not have osteoporosis, building muscle is so important for a number of other reasons. Muscular strength prevents falling and helps stabilize you if you do happen to stumble, which is a big concern with osteoporosis because of possible broken bones that are slow to heal. And good muscle strength helps us maintain our balance. An added bonus is that it takes more energy to maintain muscle mass than it does to maintain fat. Metabolic energy, think calories, is the energy your body uses to maintain life even when you're sleeping. So for instance, your heart rate, your digestive system, your nervous system, your lungs and breathing, muscle movement, brain activity, all of those things. Therefore, having stronger muscles in our body, which means less fat, actually helps in losing weight and maintaining a healthy weight. Not to mention all the things you're going to be able to do long into the coming years if you are strong, have good muscle tone, and are continuing to exercise. 
You don't have to go to a gym to do muscle building exercises, although all the gym owners would like you to think that. My favorite workouts are done with resistance bands, which can give you a really great workout, and you can take them with you when you travel. I also have a few freestanding weights. You can also use the resistance of your own body to build muscle. Modified push-ups are a good example, like the ones on the bathroom counter that I told you about. And there are dozens of videos, TV programs, exercise apps, and online memberships to get you going. And plenty of free information out there, too. Check with your doctor first, but I can almost promise that you are going to feel better and look better, not to mention sleep better, if you begin a regular exercise routine. Oops, I said exercise again, but that's okay. You know what I mean now. If you have limitations that don't allow you to meet the guidelines that we mentioned earlier, like the moderate or vigorous aerobic exercise, strength training, flexibility exercises, and balancing exercises, the most important thing is to be active in some way every single day. Any amount of exercise is better than none, so getting started is the key, and the first of a new year is a great time to begin. I personally don't give myself New Year's resolutions that I have to complete this or that every single day. I know I'm going to fail at that. I'm just going to do better. And that's all you need to do too, is better than you're doing today. So let's circle around to what I said in the beginning. Activity is fun. Exercise, not so much, but it's still necessary. So the more activity you do, the less exercising you need to do. So gather up some friends and begin a walking group or go by yourself and clear your head. Take up tennis or pickleball. Go for a bike ride. Grab a friend and take a yoga class. Get into a routine at home and enjoy a movie or some music. Bend and stretch. Hustle up those stairs. But whatever you do, ladies, let's get moving. That's all I have for today. I'm glad you stopped by and listened, and I appreciate that. Keep up the good work. Keep moving. Keep exercising. And keep sending me emails and letting me know what topics you'd like to discuss, the things that you've tried, or things that are making a difference in your life. We'll talk to you again next week. Bye.